Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Morning, my name is Carol Rosen. In 1974, after being a sixth grade school teacher, I was introduced to the late Dr. Werner von Braun in the U.S., the father of rocketry. In my first meeting with him during that first three and a half hours, he said to me, Carol, you will stop the weaponization of space. And I said, uh, you know, teachers don't stop until June. He said, no, you have to understand, this is February, and we have to prevent the weaponization of space because there is a lie being told to everyone that the weaponization of space is now first being based upon the evil empire, the Russians. There are many enemies, he said, against whom we're going to build this space-based weapon system, the first of whom was the Russians, which was existing at that time. Then there would be terrorists. Then there would be terrorists. Then there would be terrorists. Then there would be third world countries. Now we call them rogue nations or nations of concern. Then there would be asteroids. And then he would repeat to me over and over, and the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. Well, at the time, I kind of laughed when he said asteroids, and when he said extraterrestrials, I knew I wasn't going to deal with that subject. And now we hear on the news just today, this week, that they've slid in another enemy. Only this time we're going to protect our satellites. In other words, we have to have some reason to spend these trillions to waste these dollars on a space-based weapon system, and they're all lies. Ahoy there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Of course, this is part three of Paradise Ranch, and what you just seen opening up there was uh, Miss Carol Rosen, who uh, was connected to Warner Von Braun. And of course, if you've been keeping up with all this, this is kind of the, uh, the, the come up of what everything was, which is Project Bluebeam and alien invasions and Lord knows what else that, you know, we could be going through and... You know that uh i thought that video was good because that lady talked directly to warner von braun and you know he's kind of been a focal point of this entire subject since we began and you know there's there's much to uh divulge into finally in 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 this final part of this of this series we've got so much in store for you guys so i hope everybody's ready to uh buckle in and enjoy this ride uh, right before i get started into anything good luis uh morpheus how are you guys doing this afternoon Great. Thanks for having us. 
Of course, of course. Neptune couldn't join us today. He had some stuff going on, so we're just going to take the helm ourselves to uh, to wrap up this fantastic deep dive that we've been working on. You know, we've been going back. We went all the way back to where we can probably find the earliest uses of interesting technology to deal with being in the air and, you know, with the government dealing with it, beginning with Skunk Works and last week getting into Operation Paperclip. And this is kind of where it all all build built up to you know there's there's all kinds of great things out there about are aliens real are are aliens fake is it the government doing it you know is is there are they hiding it from us is it something that's really going on you know there's so many different takes and different directions you can go through and so many different people and and weird places and things that we can we can get into about this situation because i mean there, it really is a good wonder are we the only thing here I'd like to think we're not, you know, I'm, I'm a definitely a firm believer in cryptids from the word go. And in a sense, I guess Martians could be a form of cryptid. I, I believe more in the interdimensional alien than I do in the uh, little green man in a spacesuit. But, you know, there's different levels of it. And, 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 and it's come a long way, I think, from when people were faking the moon landing to where we are today. And, you know, there's there's. I don't know. There's just quite a lot of bit to it. And I think the best way to get into it is to uh, just get into it with these guys. But before we get too far, of course, you guys know there's things I need you to go to check out for me if you don't mind. And you can start by jumping over there and checking out kirkelliot.com forward slash Jim Bob forward slash. And that's where you can get yourself consulted on some gold and silver. And I was doing a little bit of digging. He gets into like a like um uh there was another word that I was going to use and my brain went blank, but man, he can help you help you invest your money a wise way instead of just throwing it away. And of course, you get to check out the message from me. We're just trying to do right by folks. You also hop over there and check out peachykeycreations.com. Well, she's on the Facebook right now. The website's still acting up. It's there, but it's not uh, It's not registering for some reason. But she's got a whole list of peach-scented candles going on, and she's in the process right now of making her next batch of soap, so you guys be on the lookout for that. I think she's running with this peach scent because uh, it's that time of year over here in the southeast. And... um. Then, you know, of course, you guys, please don't forget my our good buddy that we've been given a rough time this past week, but we know we love him. Our, our <clears throat> Excuse me. My apologies. Our good buddy over there at Ammo Can Survival. Ammo Can's a good little dude, and he's got all kinds of camping, first aid, and survival gear, as long as plate carriers and his newest thing, his ghillie suits. He's super proud of those. You know, I, it, it's a work in progress, and this is a real young man with a good head on his shoulders going places so if you guys don't mind hopping over to ammo can survival on instagram and supporting him and helping support us and such and then lastly of course our newest guy the guy of the cubs to bears but the author of cubs to bear books and uh home you know classicallearner.com brett Pike pike and owner of homeschools connected this dude is uh getting getting homeschools connected across the nation through giving out curriculums and such on the internet for a pretty low price and if you use code freedom he'll give you a little bit of money off over there that way you guys can uh do better for your kids you know there's no reason to put them through the same crap we went through and then have to try to undo it in a few years i i'm a big advocate for homeschools and it's, it's the route that i believe in going and of course lastly you guys over there, if you don't mind, hopping on unconstitutionalawakening.com because you can show us some uh, love there. I've got the new UA social area put up. It's kind of like the forum area. You can go on there and post pretty freely. I'm not going to censor you. And, you know, let's let's have some good conversations. You can come over there and ask questions about shows and stuff like that. We'll get over there and talk to you. And you can uh, 
find links to everything our rumble site our odyssey site our bitsuit site you can get back over there and check out the audio version and, and everywhere that we're audio streamable at and such as well as just listening to it on the website and then you can also go right down here and click this awesome thing and it'll bring you directly to our new merch store and we've got all kinds of good stuff going on in the merch store all these designs you can get on hats and shirts and coffee mugs and lord knows what else and you know it, it goes to helping us make this thing all possible because uh i'll tell you right now doing this kind of stuff ain't that cheap for us but hey we're making it work so let's uh let's dive into this you guys like i don't man there's just so much good stuff in dealing with this whole subject I I would think that the best place to start would uh be, be like project would be the blue book itself, you know. That's that's kind of where where there was all these first talks of like alien abductions and you know alien encounters and stuff like that. This the the project blue book was a series of systematic studies of unified flying objects and or unidentified flying objects conducted by the united states air force and it started in 1952 and so you figure this is back into when we were talking about not too long after uh, operation paperclip and all them nazis coming over here and our technology suddenly hyper advancing and all these different kinds of planes and lord knows what flying around out there we yeah, started looking more at the sky I mean, just what is it? Uh, L.A. What was the the Battle of L.A.? Remember when the, they shot? Yes. What was the name of that event and the picture? That's crazy, by the way. That picture is insane. Like, actually, I'm going to look it up right now. And also, um, to Neptune's point on a previous episode that he was making about uh, Groom Lake being one side of the country's um, testing facility, and uh, we went over Wright Pad Air Force Base in Ohio. Um, a, a lot of things found in blue the blue book investigations Ooh, hangar um, 18 led, yeah which led to yeah hangar 18 um you know skinwalker ranch these are all connected locations right pad air force base hocking hills ohio teleport um there's a lot of weird things connected there and it it seems to look like um the blue book people were possibly shut down for getting too close to black budget stuff Wah, wah. that's 1942 the, they they all got super scared actually it's a really interesting fascinating story about what happened yeah, they, they shot so many shell casings it was insane how many shots they did to this thing and nothing happened this is a perfect example of the government shooting at something at full power and they couldn't yeah. do anything to it they were freaked out like the people in the town because I think there's a documentary on it. The people in the town were like freaking the fuck out. Like there was bullets falling on people's houses. Like it was not good. Like, yeah, there's audio there, coast to coast AM with uh, oh, coast to coast AM Nori, um, a few years back. He he played an audio that was audio compilation of people calling 911 <laughs> and then overlaid with the audio the military recorded of the event. And I can't, the amount of firepower they put at that th aircraft is nothing. Unreal. It didn't scratch it. It probably didn't scratch it. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I wonder how big it possibly was. It was probably not it was small. Roughly 100 feet across. 
Which is 100 feet across. It's like the size of a U a B2 bomber or yeah, like a modern a modern day 747 that has a wingspan of about 140 spot. That's the thing. That's just the wingspan. The whole thing was 100 feet. So if you think about it, it's much bigger because the wingspan of a 747, I think it's like 150, 47 feet. I mean, that's that's still quite a bit. Like, oh, yeah. But those ways are, those are big. Yeah, and at around the same time, you know, um, let me pull up the name of the facility there at Groom Lake. Um, they were they were doing nuclear tests, uh, part of fishbowl. At 224 feet, at the, sorry. They were doing nuclear tests, part of fishbowl um, at the Nellis bombing range test site, which is also connected to Area 51. It's a U.S. Air Force installation. It's kind of all... Connected to this weird craft we see. And this, of course, that I've got pulled up for those that are watching, this is, this is you know, the pieces of Project Blue Book that they have. You know, There's although, still parts that are classified. There's definitely still lots of parts classified, and even a lot of the parts that are out are blacked out and redacted. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you can thumb through. These are all the ones you can thumb through yourself. You know, of course, we'll have this link up here so you guys can check out some of these encounters abductions just some, of, just some you know some of it i like to believe some of it sounds logical and reasonable reasonable and then some of it sounds like the majority was american aircraft somebody did a whole bunch of math right like i think there's like we're up for seven days small percentage of possible paranormal it was, it was like five Five percent of the cases, they had no explanation of what the hell that yeah, was. Yeah, there was like a small percentage there, and then a lot of this was super high tech craft that is still high tech to this day standards for society. And so, you know, people throughout time have described things in the sky they can't understand as yeah. being something of non-human origin, and I, I think um, the Blue Book boys <laughs> were getting too close to the truth. And that's kind of why the CIA fucked them over uh, intentionally when they were working together after a while in a, a con congressional hearing to steal their funding for it. Well, and and then you know when you you made mention we made mention there about Ohio and uh, and Hangar eighteen, you know that's where that's where they claim that there's like some dead alien, you know. Yes bodies in that museum and there's also you know pieces of the of the crash that's where that's where they started working on like the reverse engineering type stuff when you get into talking about like bob lazar and and stephen greer you know which we're, we're gonna get into them just a little bit later but it's just weird how they you know you 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 made mention of some of those other ones the the skinwalker ranch and and of course even paradise ranch area 51 and yeah. even this other, even this other one over there at uh uh right patterson you're right they're all connected with this kind of stuff and i don't i don't put it down past any of them for them to be connected underground either right and i mean going back to an old episode you you and neptune did um about the dumbs i mean it makes sense like they have technology that they can't just leave out, especially now with privately owned like satellites that can like take photos. I think they are under underground connected. And um, what I was seeing is, is that they kind of compartmentalize the reverse engineering. They were reverse engineering the same tech, both at Wright Pat 
and at Paradise Ranch, you know, AKA Area 51 and all the connected facilities to see what two teams would come up with respectively. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There, I, you know, I mean, when you, there's, as, as crazy as it may sound, the, there, there's a couple sun articles out there and I know it's the sun and you're just I, whatever, but believe I, it or not, they, in some cases they've been a little more spot on, you know, when you get to talking about that, this, this house right here, this secret base is supposed to be in, you know, right air force base or whatever is supposed to be where they're not only high housing these aliens for years, but they were also where they were like getting the information from them and stuff to, to you know work with like bob lazar and that to help reverse engineer this stuff and and again i know the sun's probably about as credential as i am but like it, it's, right. still, but, hey, it's still interesting it's, to see it you know so um to people unfamiliar with that area of like the dayton suburbs this is one of the largest air force bases in the country it is heavily fortified there is top secret areas of clearance you know if um, you know, Air Force One needs the land, it'll land at right pat. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very secure facility that has a sec, you know, it's big enough to have a separate civilian area. So there's civilian workers for the place. It's basically a micro city like Paradise Ranch, just to put it in perspective, it's just not as big, you know. But and it's and it's one of the like the least heard of. Like until you actually start getting into this, you're like, wait a minute where's this one, you know? And so I've, I've always been drawn to this one because you don't hear it tied to aliens until you actually start digging into it. So I think there is some kind of like extra going on there between, between this kind of creepy stuff about like the aliens possibly staying there to Lockheed Martin, definitely using that place to store a lot of these advanced crafts that, you know, exist today. The last episode about paperclip, right? The mass migration of, you know, uh, skilled German workers and scientists and, you know, not just top secret ones, but like the pop, you know, migrants that were skilled. It was 10,000. So it was 1,600 uh, official members of, that were of the Nazi party and then 10,000 like associates. Right. Of those so what I was going to say is a lot of those people ended up in Ohio near that air force base in different towns. And so that I don't think that's a coincidence that when we're talking about this, like anti-gravity technology and teleportation and all the crazy shit they, they, they dig into it's seen. If you go through sightings and reports, Ohio has just as much activity as, you know, what we refer to as the seven States in the desert. I mean, Ohio, when you're driving there, you're like, there's nothing here. <laughs> like, I drove for hours in certain places in Ohio. Like, and it's also got. I guess if you get bored, as, you're going to look up because there's nowhere else to look. As, uh, serpent mound that you can only see the serpent from. Yeah, that's the, ancient. From, that was from the yeah. Native Americans. And there's a lot of like connection to that with like ancient sky beings and things like that. And I. I'm a, a believer like Jimmy is that there's there's no such thing in, as coincidence there. Well, and when you start looking at your your, you know, I mean, I know the desert is one of the top places for like UFO sightings. But if you when you look into it and stuff, uh, the Ohio and 
like when you get into like Ohio, maybe a little north of there, maybe a little south of there, there's quite quite the bit. You know, they're they're definitely yeah, in the top ten. They're they're definitely in the top ten areas of UFO sightings. Like it's 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 not a it's not very uncommon up there. Like it's it's pretty common that they're like, Oh yeah, another one. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. whoa, and like most people you're, back home in the Midwest believe there's aliens. Sure. Like normal people like most people. Uh, like in my life experience, you know, growing up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're <clears throat> okay. So your fewest, check this out. Your fewest states with UFO sightings are Texas, Louisiana, New York City, Maryland, Illinois, California, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, and North Carolina. And it put New York. It has New York, but it put the city in like the parentheses over here at the thing I'm looking at because I think there's quite a few in. Upstate. on like upstate new york oh like, yeah because like there's the more sky and the thing is um i don't know if you've seen people trying this they do they take an infrared camera and they point an infrared camera at the sky instead of pointing a regular camera at the sky and it's a whole different sky oh absolutely, absolutely. so that's interesting to, to to realize and then you've are guys seen the the tether experiment I forgot to cue that up. You remember the tether experiment in 1999? I do. That is a what is the one of the creepiest things that if you ever wanted to see any random real evidence of potential extraterrestrial or extra dimensional objects that are unexplainable yet present is in the tether experiment where there is an object that looks to be miles in diameter passing behind this tether like nothing and it's behind the tether that's how and that, that's how they you did the measurement because the tether was 12 miles in diameter in length wow yeah oh, have you yeah. seen this video no the tether experiment okay wait i gotta because yeah. oh, this is a fascinating and it, it it's this is this is uh they were doing you see it in infrared this is Thanks. in 1999 they're just in the orbit of earth and you can see their their the aircraft carrier i mean they're in the um, in the actual shuttle. They're not in the space station. They're in a shuttle. Oh, and I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Um, speaking of Paradise Ranch, uh, Area 51, you know, Groom Lake, all the related. Uh, in 2019, in January 28, 2019, <laughs> an unidentified man drove through the security point, checkpoint near Mercury, Nevada, and he, tri- he entered the base after an eight-mile vehicle pursuit the guy exited the vehicle with a cylindrical object and was shot to death by the, you know, MPs or whoever was on security. Um, and we never, that was all we were told about that. <clears throat> I, I, I'm interested what that object was. Sure. Sure. And, and um, like back in the, the link that I'll be sharing with the project blue book, when you start going through that, you'll see that New Mexico, Arizona, and Ohio, Ohio have the largest collection of reported cases when it comes to all this. And what's interesting about that is they're in proximity to bases like Daytona, Fort Hachuna, Luke air force base. Like, like a lot of times, You know, I I see a correlation, not all there's two correlations I've always seen with UFOs correlation. Number one is being sighted in these areas near a lot of these air force bases and correlation. Number two 
is the trajectory of either coming or going from the ocean. Yeah, very common. I think that the actual UFOs, and hear me out, I could be wrong, but the actual UFOs do exactly what you just said. They're leaving water, if not the ocean, one of the Great Lakes, because they're, you know, spring from the earth, but, or by, you know, in the Gulf, by Puerto Rico, a lot of people see that. The, 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 so the, you're talking about but I think a specific the, event that the, the U.S. Navy was following an object off the coast of Puerto Rico for two weeks. And yeah, no, it I left, it just left that. into the sky at insane speeds. Yeah, no, that's just one of the many instances in that part of the world. And um, also, I think more of the ones that are not seen leaving the water are or coming down or hovering. I think those are the military. One of my one of my UFO experiences with multiple witnesses on this one was seeing it something at like two, three o'clock in the morning come out from underneath the water and fucking vanish across across the other side of a lake i'm talking a good sized piece of water you know we're not not just like a little pond or something but we're we were all out there fishing night fishing and i'm not a drinker so you can't even put that one on me and like we're all out there and waiting on our catfish to start biting and bright lights and something bubbling water big waves boom loud sonic boom type thing and we all were like what the hell was that and we watched something streak off into the distance and there was like five of us i just i just sent you one of uh uso if you want to play that real quick it's USO. short okay you don't have to listen to the audio at all it's just watch the uh, play it play it in the this is good quality video too whoever recorded this had a decent camera on them all right yeah well i'll have it playing while we're talking there but like we uh like oh but we like we had we had all this you know, there, we were all standing there trying to figure out ourselves, like what was going on and such. It was just one of these weird situations. Oh, it's a tether, but yeah, keep going. This you're gonna freak out with. No, this is the tether video. But okay, you're gonna oh, the, freak out. I thought this, this was the video you just sent. I'm sorry. No, no worries. But that, that's the tether. But that's yeah. the tether video. Yeah. Look at that. I'm gonna just zoom in. That's 12 miles in length. That is. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're speechless. I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot going on. You there. can listen to what there's. They barely say anything. The astronauts barely yeah. say a word. They are freaked the fuck out. They're like, sure, oh, because the they like, look, look at that thing. That's wild. No matter what, that thing is gigantic, whatever you're looking at. Absolutely. That is not to let. First of all, this, this is outer space. Or is it? Or I mean, because if it's not. out, Right. This is the thing. If it were if we were running on the, this, uh, which I don't uh, uh, believe that this is a sound stage or this is underwater. Why would they do something like that? Like that's not underwater. That is that is outer that's, space yeah the trajectory of some of those things um and th- the amount of them yeah what is that extra dimensional object right. because and the so, tether was a use for for infinite energy like it was an experiment for infinite energy so that yeah, was also me, part of the like back 
to the all these government projects that we've all been discussing right today and the other two episodes is that um, I sent it to Jimmy. There's an article I encourage people to read when they have a time there too. But there's a very short Sorry. video of, you know, after thousands and thousands of these sightings reported by people to the Mutual UFO Network, MUFON, others, the U.S. UFO Collection Center, Stephen Greer, a lot of different people that track these types of events, Coast to Coast AM sponsors a lot of the tracking. They had, they were forced to actually patent their technology. Um, and it's pretty incredible the similarity between, because there's three types of commonly seen UFOs. There's the cigars, there's the discs, and there's the triangles. This patent is, I'm pretty certain, the, a patent for the triangular craft that people see. Oh, the uh, the 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 one that I had, I had brought up a few minutes ago. This this guy right here, right? The the TR three B. Oh yeah, and so you do actually. There is this there is this neat video. This little quick little video. I'll bring this up real quick because this what, is the Phoenix Lights. No, check this out. Over Amsterdam. Yes. Two thousand nineteen. No, one century is also recent. You can watch that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll pull that up here in just a minute as well. But this is, I mean, like. What looks the the same. It looks the same. Like when you start looking at that other one, it definitely looks the same. Yeah. And in that article, if people want to check it out, there's a two minute video and it just scrolls down the patent and it shows the, the mathematics. The, the freaky formula. part is, I mean, this could be like exactly US military, um, I, but for, and they're flying over Norway because they're like, oh, nobody's going to think it's us. The Netherlands. Oh, Netherlands. Sorry. Yeah. Still, still, yeah. But, that, but, but we we do exercises with other militaries. And so, so according to Lockheed and you know the weird like military press that you find online that like just licks boot and just puts out military promo video like that weird cult. So according to those people, <laughs> this is their Lockheed Martin Skunk Works uh tr3b anti-gravity craft i think that's where the real money went to remember that 1.23 trillion dollar uh super f-33 fighter jets that were supposed to be going online last uh, two years ago yeah <coughs> look at that pattern 2004 yes electrostatic line charges on each corner to produce a horizontal design. vertical field parallel line look, what look the hell the design the three lights I mean, that it's looks a lot like that thing we were just looking at a moment ago. I have something running on my end. Oh, that's the music from the video. Oh, God, I'm so confused for a moment. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but that's like that's there's a bunch to those, you know, to those patents and stuff. We'll definitely have those links. And let me point like, something out too. It's yeah. literally built around sacred tech, not sacred geometry as well. And that's not a coincidence. If you look at these underground military installations that we've been discussing too, they're designed similarly. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that has something to do with the effectiveness of the craft literally traveling through time. Basically. Well, look at the pyramids, the, the Great Pyramids of Egypt. Uh, they discovered in 2019, uh, I think, 
it it was a big in research project where they discovered the pyramids had um advanced energy properties like legit i believe it now hear me out jimmy is one of the reasons i went down this rabbit hole but it ties into a little bit what we were talking about admiral bird last week i think potentially and i can't prove it yet but i'm gonna try eventually but potentially that some of these alien craft or alien reverse engineered craft were not necessarily non-earthly, but other earthly civilizations discovered at the two ends of the earth, the poles. And so I don't think it's necessarily like Jimmy said, it's not little green men, but it's alien to us. And I think it's something that's not new that's been on earth for a long time. Well, when you start getting into like um, the the dumbs and things like th- things like that Thor fellow, you know that you you start yeah. finding things about <clears throat> you know different different kinds of alien type species. Even you know Russia claims to have disclosed that there's several different ones that are running around that even look like you and I. They're just not from here to begin with, and you know that can be taken as they were from another planet they were from another dimension or they're from inside earth i mean you could you could go really any route with that because technically all all three would make it yeah all the above all the above maybe you know what i mean i don't i'm not trying i I just want to be clear i 100 believe there's non-human entities in, in this universe and solar system and galaxy right but i also think that the only reason they want to keep it kind of secret from us or mislead us in direction is because they don't, they have the tech and they want to make sure they are the ones that have the tech. And I think that's really where they shut down blue book. Even as we mentioned earlier, I think they were getting too close to the actual truth and they didn't like that. I mean, if it's like, so this is the weird thing about how we can look at the, the story of just just the 21st century and the 20th century. Either we advanced exponentially, exclusively, based off the incredible power to discover from the human race, or we had a helping hand along the way, and this is part of the reason it's been so escalatingly fast compared to any other time in our human history. I mean... You're absolutely right. What is it? There was a picture my friend posted yesterday. It was a picture of the Wright brothers. And then he he put it and then next to it is the moon landing. We did that 66 years apart. Right now. (laughs) Now we're in 2022 and we have anti-gravity craft. I mean, so there's patents. There's actual patents. You can look up in Google patents. That was Google patents. You're going to look up the Google patent for it. Lockheed Martin has a design for it that's public called the TR-3B. Yeah, the one that we've been bringing up. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's here. You know what I mean? Like, we'll never know the full truth because you and we all know that we get our information from the same internet, right? I just believe that 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 is not necessarily from another planet, but from these more advanced civilizations that we've been intentionally forgot forgetting as a society making us forget they don't want us to know about these great things it's been said a lot of the ufos that people see are military aircraft or actually satellites for example 
you look up at the sky at a certain time of night, you're going to see uh, SpaceX's uh, Starlink project. And oh, it yeah. looks pretty freaky if you have no idea what you're looking at. And I've told our free friends, oh, that's Starlink. And it looks like a row of ships. Yep. It's interesting. I tell people in Arizona, if you want to see something that'll blow your mind in the sky, just look up for 20 minutes because it's clear. It's super clear. There's hardly clouds unless it's storming. But other than that, you'll see, as you said, different types of satellites, weird aircraft. It's not all aliens. Some of it's just some super high tech spook shit for one well okay okay, you want to get into like super high-tech spook shit and i have i i sent this to all you guys not long after we filmed last week's because i I think this goes along with coming up on this week and talking about what we're talking about right here and and i implore everyone to go to a computer and pull this up on google earth because i promise you are going to get the same results that i'm about to show you and even if you look at it on google maps just on your cell phone, it does look a little weird and distorted in the same exact area. This is another one of those what the hell is going on situations. She knows. She knows. Hey. What the fuck? Right. It's not even the only thing <laughs> that's weird on Google Maps. Absolutely. No, there's tons of weird things on Google Maps. It, it, but- it was it was weirdly that they just requested them likely uh, delete this like the this plane from view and, and, and the also, question would be why. Um, Regardless, and- it's Google deleting it, but why? And the way they deleted it, why they could have just literally over they could have just scrape the visual from the side and now just see, deleted it from an n- image. I, I, okay, I, I mean, I like your argument there, but even even, even uh, like when I showed this to Bandit and Neptune, they were like, bro, that's a B1, and if that is the technology I think it is, like, what the fuck is a B1 doing with that kind of technology? I right. mean, I we, mean they have, you have seen the like displayed the, the camo? Yeah. Have you not seen videos of the camo? The visual right. camo? It works yeah. now. I know there's there's old there's old, there's videos from like a long time ago where the guy goes like this and like disappears like he's show, he's holding the the it's a Japanese guy he's like yeah oh I know also in the the the, the, the links that Jimmy posts with the, every episode of our podcast there's it's too long to show it's about eight four to eight minutes there's a news chopper that was allowed to fly among aside an aircraft as jets were landing right but and it went live it was live and as a jet was landing it showed a tr3b on on it and this went viral before the internet could make things go viral it was just on local news and it made it, it, it Damn, i haven't seen that i so haven't then, seen that video so then about two to three weeks later the the navy released their official footage of the same thing and said it that wasn't there but it was like a local news station that had it i'll make sure you get a copy of it as well louise um it's was pretty remarkable so maybe it's just really advanced cloaking technology yeah i mean we developed we've been developing a very i mean this is the thing we have the 
they are, the technology in relationship to micro LED. So cro cloaking is just in terms of the visual spectrum, you had advanced tough micro LED at a distance can convert into anything. You cover the thing essentially in a giant screen. That's the cloaking. Now, the higher the resolution and the higher the capability of the computing machine that can calculate the out the exterior of the plane, you can create a perfect cloak. Now, you'll still likely produce a shadow. So, I mean, there's that. Like you'll still produce a shadow. So at certain angles, you're not going to be invisible. But in other angles, you'll literally be invisible to the naked eye because then it'll, it'll reproduce what will be the equivalent of what it would be seeing above it. So it'll match the color tone of the sky. So at a long distance, it'll be practically impossible un unless it's producing contrails or whatever the sort. But I'm just telling you practicality tech wise, like how it works like it's yeah. not science fiction it's yeah it's, it's science we have we have the visual tech we've had it for a while i mean it was crazy 15 years ago but now it's not Amazing. now we we know we have the tech we can literally buy it straight from china and like start doing it ourselves that's, yeah oh yeah no that's 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 pretty true but then but then you know you i i, I guess here's where we can start getting into you know the the tech that they claim that they found you know because you go back to where we were just talking about and stuff and all the stuff at wright patterson and and nevada and the test ranges and stuff like that 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 are all these you know that in the end in essence are a lot of these blue book files and stuff and and you, not long after that you've got uh what Sir, serge massant coming out was mastat manast I I am a name butcherer, so please give me flack. But when old Surge come out and was like, you know, hey, they're going to be doing Project Bluebeam on everybody, you know, even like what Werner, what Werner Braun, Braun was talking about, this is where it started implicating and bringing in real names into the situation like Stephen Greer and Bob Lazar, you know, because these are people that were credited with being the scientists that came in and did the technological work to reverse engineer this stuff and make it plausible. Now, this is going to sound maybe a little weird, I actually have a little I feel better about Steve Greer and the work that he did being a little more close to honest than I do Bob Lazar and 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 this is the only fault I have with this and I made mention of this to Morpheus earlier because that's just funny to me Bob Lazar legitimately has an IMBD page profile well yeah, because but so does Stephen okay. Greer. But no, I'll tell you, IMDb is very simple. Of course, he has been in several documentaries. That's how he has an IMDb. It's not saying Bob Lazar. I'm just going to flat out tell you. I that. mean, but I, I can, I can, I can point out a million other people that have been in documentaries <laughs> that don't have IMDb profiles. They, they, they do. It's just Jimmy, somehow it, he's been in so many things. That's why I'm just telling you how it works. Point though, the thing about Bob Lazar is. Yes, he does understand the tech. He currently owns a business that does it. However, he did flip-flop on a lot of things. What he did he flip-flop on? Well, his name to begin with, what his job was, where he went to school. So there is reasons to disbelieve what he says. Maybe he's a soft disclosure tool. and But I feel more comfortable with the work of Stephen Greer as well. Yeah. Because even the establishment that 
set that got him canceled from professional work basically had to hire him back to do presidential briefings on matters of the such. Oh no, and he was in the he he was part of a project uh like what is well, it a decade ago well, where they had like several people coming up one by one just well, all saying that Ro- uh, Carol Rosin Carroll or whatever we had on at the beginning, she was a part of that project disclosure that was done by Stephen Greer. Yeah, that was two thousand one. Holy correct. Hell. Oh yeah, yes. that video is before nine eleven. In yep. his first work, most people are familiar with was SETI. Um, this, you know, he's not, you know, I, I feel like he can produce results. And he also developed the, the system they use of what they consider, you know, uh, contact of the first, second, third, fourth, fifth kind is based upon his team's research. It's not all about him, obviously. But it, he's got a lot of people helping him now that they realized he wasn't completely insane. Like, oh, I, I guess another year. No, he never sounded insane. I don't know. So. A lot of people in the establishment said he did. They took away positions of work for him. They closed doors for him over his work because it's as we've been discussing, it's black budget military shit. Yeah. Of course, they, did. they didn't want people to, helping the public understand the difference between a military craft and an alien experience. And that's pretty incredible that he distinguishes the two as real, but different. Yeah. That's, uh, that's something that I, that I like about, you know, dealing with him is that he is, he has worked real hard to try to distinguish the two where, where, you know, Bob Lazar still trying to run around to this day that he's that, He's under watch because they think he stole some of that U U what is it U one eighteen or whatever, and it's just like, bro, if they were after you for really having that, you'd already have the CIA's highest highest honor. You wouldn't get right. randomly raided like Marlago or some shit. Yeah, they actually <laughs> they did target him. Which Captain knew that was I coming. Think, That's why she had the merch ready. I think the reason that he's still here is, as you're saying, is that they did target him. They're like, Yo, this guy's not who he says he is. You know what I mean? Just, like, he's got uh, he's got some inconsistencies, which which drove me to be like, you know, are you who you say you he are? He is smart. He is, he is. smart. I'm not he saying. is. No, I'm not saying he ain't. He's a genius. Absolutely. But I, he could be a disinformation agent by design. Well, look but, at look at Ryan Long, the, the Long, the the guy from Blink One Eighty Two. Total Fed. Total not fed. fed, but that not fed. The word is um, handled. Co-opted. Yeah, handled. He's, yeah, he's being handled. handled, and he doesn't know he's being handled. Is you what know, I'm saying. What's that called top. when they're used? Uh, Targeted MK industry. Ultra. Yeah. No, when they're utilized by the government, but they don't. Yeah, know that, they're activated. They were targeted and activated. It's part of MK Ultra, though. As Disinformation as agent. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Which which is the with the stars academy. What is that? All that stuff. Dude, that was so weird. No, hang on. Now that we're on this, <laughs> CIA Black Op was performed in that same mansion. Then was exposed. Left. Now he's there, doing these. And come on, man. Uh, like that's just too. Much it, of a Ella Sant, like the guy that's working with him, the with the Puerto Rican, <laughs> the El, El Santo, or like all those people sounded so sketchy, and it, no. nothing, none of that made sense. It's sounded like a Ponzi scheme. Stephen Greer, though, 
And there's a documentary that was on Netflix. It probably still is there about him. I think they took it down. Okay, well, undisclosed documentary. I can hook you up with undisclosed on a cool app. He went out and demonstrated how to attract contact and and when to expect the military to show up after contact is made using different types of scientific instrumentation. And so there's a lot there. And the military craft look like spaceships, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, that's the I thing. Think- is the tic-tac-toe, the tic-tac videos are alternative military and the military's response talking about it as if they don't know it. it uh, yes, it's possible that the Black Pentagon budgets and the Black Pentagon projects are not, even though they're literally being discussed in front of Congress, that the congressmen are not going to openly say, oh, no, and like somebody in the opens the door and says, that's us. And then just walks away. <laughs> yeah, well, there's some. I mean, or it could be like, something oh, this, like this. This was insane. Go ahead. I, I, could, I go ahead and keep talking, Morpheus, happened. with what you were about to say while this well, is playing. Even in the sense that there's is a few people in government really trying to get shit disclosed so we know what it is exactly we're dealing with here. Scott, um, this guy looked like that. They're continuing to push the partial truth as effective propaganda to get us away from truly understanding what we're seeing and experiencing as human beings. Because as you and Jimmy and now myself, I've seen things you know what i'm saying and it's they know it's undeniable at this point so they're disclosing it in a way that they can control the damage is what i feel and i could be wrong but that's how i I no no you know that's a that's a that's a that's a different route you know it's pretty i I like the way you're looking at it like that and then you've but you get you you do have these instances where things like this happened and this caused like a chaos of people there's other angles it's insane yeah this there is plenty of other angles i've got a few other ones far away and it's insane to think it's it's incredible it was a transformer blowing up and the whole sky lit up like a christmas tree and it's just like what what is going on here like there's a there's a good little clip right here if i back this one up a little bit you can see at the very beginning the way that the sky lit up like sure i could see somebody being like bro the aliens are here like yeah you know, if you look out the we window and like, see well, that the aliens the aliens are here let's see how, how it goes from here right <laughs> and 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 then but then you do have nobody you know, was out nobody was like freaking out it was more like fascination that yeah, was like, like hey, when everybody hey. was like, what's going on? Aliens are here. Hey! Everybody was just like happy. It's like, maybe it's the aliens. Uh, there's a meme. Uh, out we're there fucked. We're fucked. That, <laughs> you know, there's a, it's an old but gold meme. And it's like aliens show up, like, take me to your leader. And the humans like now is not a good time. <laughs> I think that was when Trump was in power or something. They're like, well, they, it's they, been they around. Sh- it's been reused. You know what I'm saying? They, like, it's been was used for Obama and then Trump and now Biden. You know, it's, but there's it's hey, in power. Hey, mentioning mentioning Obama Biden since we're like, talking about Stephen Greer. What? That is someone that he like disclosured with. Like, yes, he actually um, briefed active President Obama. On here, check this out, Louise. On um, 
This is the thing. But if if, if he is debriefing Obama, what the hell are, is he not being debriefed on? I know. Well, no, there was you a little back the Clinton quote. What was the Clinton quote that well, Clinton said to that to that janitor? I don't know. But on this, Obama felt like he was being lied to by the head of the CIA. And so he decided who do they hate the most about this subject? This guy. And so he was like, what's this guy have to say? And I don't like Obama at all. He's a piece of shit. But that was a wise move, in my opinion, to kind of balance the information that he's getting from both ends. I think that's was intelligent. I mean, Absolutely. you're 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 supposedly in the highest office and that no I mean, everybody's lying to you. I mean, that's why people re- thought, why is why is Trump not disclosing to everybody that there's aliens? Everybody questions like, why? Why wouldn't he? He sounds like a little like a little kid in Christmas well, I mean, if he, they were telling him that Space Force was announced. Well, exactly, they created Space Force, meaning he, I mean, like maybe maybe he heard something. It's like, let's bring Space Force. Out, I think the creation of Space Force again goes back to what we, what we were just talking about. The truth was here. Too many human beings have now recorded it or videoed it, the pitch, taking high-quality pictures of it. They can't deny it anymore. So it's controlled damage disclosure hot, I think is what we're going to live through in our lifetimes. Hot take. Since we started off with Miss, Miss, Miss Carol there and what she had to say, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of it is aligning right up with what she said. In February of 2001, she said it's going to start with terrorists. Yep. We're building two asteroids. Yeah, because all do you hear about it every day now? An asteroid, blah, 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 could come to buy Earth. So, and I mean, and, and, you know, me personally, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like a world ending asteroid. I think that's why they're telling everybody in New York to prepare for a nuke. It's going to be something. It's not going to be nuclear, but it's going to be something that's going to be about as, much of an impact as like an asteroid hitting new york city i have an idea i have an idea i think i, I which think leads to which leads to the projections in the sky of project yes. Bluebeam. so right so, and that like, goes back to fishbowl too let's not forget because they were finding new way they were trying to find more ways to make a nuclear reaction happen without as much fallout but more boom they did recently did that test we showed in the last episode underwater of some kind of new bomb. You know what I mean? That's so, equivalent to uh, Hiro, uh, Nagasaki. Like you know, no, 72 has been officially announced out loud. I don't think any of this is a coincidence, and I don't think either of you do either, but it's just, it's, it's, we're in the age that we're going to see how this alien thing goes. The end of Project Blue Beam. I think we're here. And before we die, I think we're going to see how Blue Beam plays out. What What if one of the scenarios is that an asteroid they find? Oh, we found just found, and which is possible. Let me not take this away. There's two possibilities. It actually is 100 possible that there is potentially an object that could decimate a city or decimate an entire country, or worse, it could be planet killing site. Right. This is not out of the realm of possibilities. It's actually statistically very highly likely that something hits us soon because we are kind of due in relationship to the math of like the probability of getting hit again. Yeah. I mean, probability says if there's really, if what we know about space is to be true, and let's just assume it is because we're moving around the, the the galaxy flying around. 
we're going to get hit by something major at some point. Is this, we, yeah, we have it, several times throughout history. Right. It's, it's, not, it's not. Yeah, it's not that crazy to think about. But I also think they want to use it. Let me let me let me quote David Icke. Okay, problem, reaction, solution. So there's a problem is is that they're going to figure out that we ha- they're figuring out we have this tech. So we got to create a problem. We have aliens or asteroids coming to destroy us. So the people react. Oh my God! You guys must do something about this. They already had the solution. Now they just disclose what they were doing and the, no one could say that they were lied to or like, no, we told you we were doing. So that. you're telling me look up is wrong. <laughs> Problem don't look up the movie. Don't look up, yeah. which is kind of insulting. I, I don't like that. I'm movie saying Problem reaction solution can be chased back to the leadership of man throughout time as ways to do things. But what if it's something a threat does come and I'll give you an example. I was driving and we were driving to- back to New York City and I look at the sky and I see this at like, well, it looks like meteorite and like coming in, like, but it lit up the entire sky. It became day for a second. And what it was, because I looked up, looked up and it was something hit the moon and that was sh- moon shatter. Like that was moon shrapnel from so- the moon. It was crazy. I'm not, look, I believe in things as a double-edged sword, as we say on this show all the time, right? I hate the government, but there is tech that they've developed that can literally save mankind from shit like that. And like, I, so as much as they use it to oppress people and to kill their enemies, they also have done some pr- impressive things with technology that we've discussed on a variety of subjects so it's it's there's a lot there's a lot out there to it i think i don't want people just to think that it's some kind of like just aircraft based thing and it's around a lot of tech that places like area 51 and right pat were getting into that were way ahead of their times absolutely i mean that's i mean that's and that that has a lot to do with a lot of it i think but then you then you go then you get into like later in the years and you get into the the whistleblowers like like miss carolyn there and even you know serge serge brissant who come out and wrote a whole book called project Bluebeam, which uh-huh. was which was him like laying this stuff out letting everybody know that the government had been doing this you know what i mean like i'm not sure if i'm not I'm, louise how familiar are you with pro- the project Bluebeam story and such well, the, well, what uh, I know is what mainly what, what it was spoken about before, which was w- there is a direct plan to create a top potential technology. They were going to use this in Iraq to project and stop the 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 war before it started with a message from Allah. Yeah, and they usher in a one world order. You can talk. Yeah, Looking Glass, which you're mentioning, Luis has a lot to do with Bluebeam. Yes. It, it, it was like a live action display of the tech that they've been creaming their pants over for all these years. 
They're like, we're going to use it on people finally. But they, but they scrapped you know it because I mean? of the cost. I mean, at the time, it was, what is it, 2001? So, yeah, the technology was still very... Are you guys familiar of with what the rods from God are? I am. They're... Okay, great. So, they're... Uh, it's a, Tungst, it's tungsten, tungsten rods essentially shot out from the... from. Drop, no, it's not even shot. It, all they have to do is drop it. And the kinetic energy... It gains because of gravity. The detonation is incredible. And a lot, some people say that, you know, based on different shit I've read on the internet, again, I'm not a military expert and I wasn't in Iraq, so I don't know. But some people say that they were used there for the first time in honor. Well, I know they use daisy cutter bombs. Uh, you ever heard of those? Yes. They, literally, they they burn the oxygen for miles. So they kill you. Comparable to the speed of a meteor. So this goes back to blue beam that Jimmy's brought up. Being it's in the meteor threat and what Von Braun said. Okay. At- okay. So so I, I you know I said this a few minutes ago and this is just kind of clicking here. You know, again, they're telling you, Luis, that you need to get you a go bag and batten down the hatches because there's going to be a nuclear bomb coming your way. And like, yeah, the, no, the bro, PSA, no, the bro, they're not going to says they're not going to they're not going to nuke an area like that. No, they're going to rod of got it and blame it on a meteor. Right. And then they're going to need the a same place. They started the terrorism. More well, money for space. Sport. I don't want them to blow up Midtown. I have friends in Midtown. So if they drop this don't. on New York City. New York City's gone. Stop it. Yeah. I, I'm in Brooklyn. Anyway, I might be far enough away from there. I hope <laughs> I'm just being legit. Yeah, I hope not. But I don't want I, them. To, I don't, I don't want them to the center of the city. city. I'll tell you that. I'm not in the Check center. Out too. They just started running the same commercial in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, There's a California so, version. So that's um, concerning. You know what I mean? Like that there's two states. That. Produced with the, the California one, they're dancing and talking and like just walking to the. But remember, bunker. all systems are a lot of singing. He said deployed from the sea, and so these are our coastal major cities in America. You know what I mean? Like the two biggest coast cities. There it is. My question is, it's like, so we know that for war, they're willing to sacrifice, right? Yeah, they're willing to sacrifice. But look at the number. But look at the number, actually. 9-11, about 3,000 people. Pearl Harbor, about 3,000 people. Is there some significance to to that? So hopefully oh, the casualty well, I mean, count... uh, that's, that's a whole other episode for a but, whole other time, but I can yes. show you where numbers and numerology yes. come into play in this there one. Is, you know oh, people yeah. love to short play numerology. Answer, short answer is yes. Yes. There is... There is, Which is all, it all intersects with sacred geometry, too. Yes. Like, this all yes. intersects. Absolutely. And some sick, sick fucking disgusting. Those Frankists uh, that we spoke about the other yeah, night, Luis. The Frankists. Yeah. It's the Frankists. And oh, hear me God. out. It's not a coincidence that our most sophisticated aircraft that we know of right now, the anti-gravity craft, is the same shape as a pyramid. Yeah. That is not... Okay, no, 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 no. That you bring that to that pyramid, okay? There is conspiracy lore somewhat kind of historical proof you got to dig around for it a little bit that inside the sphinx is a anti-gravity 
device inside that room that is locked away that they can't get back into now. Um, and that's a, this is the thing. It's impossible that they can't go anywhere because it's I know the 21st century. I know like, we can we right. have lasers. Any 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 anything. anything that they say it's impossible to get to. That's just that deal of they don't want us getting to it. Kind of like that that uh that vault door we were also talking about with our buddy. Yeah, the other we night. can use lasers to cut it. We can mm. slowly right. cut what? through it with so, like a hundred thousand degree plasma laser. The fact that they haven't tells you that there can very well be some wild shit in there they don't want people to know about you know i mean the only threat with laser is it could heat up something inside if it's sealed but you know that would be them taken cautiously the the tyrants know eventually people find out the truth yes they know that so when they sense it's coming to try to save face and stay slow disclosure or war (laughs) disclose things they prep you through it through hollywood they Get people ready for it because they know they, they it put it in the defense authorization, like the, the, the new defense, the last defense bill. Remember, they put in you must disclose all knowledge about UFOs, and all they gave us was like a couple, like they but, lied, they just didn't follow to orders. That credit to that credit because I really thought it was going to be even more of a nothing burger. It would have been a fun party. shit show to watch. Like, no, oh, but, are they actually going to say the truth? Let me just say to their credit. There was a couple that they were they were like, yes, we we have no fucking clue what that was. <laughs> we and, and that's the question is, uh, if we so really is have it no clue, a Lockheed we should worry Martin, more. Or is it an alien craft? Which one is there's it? now there's something else interesting. And in some of the disclosure stuff that I was reading about that, you know, there's a lot of dis, there's a lot of st- there. There's some information out there about like our military firing upon unidentified crafts and stuff like that like we were talking back at the very beginning but in some of these stories of them firing on them like over in iraq and afghanistan and stuff when they've been over there was because they were firing on them because the russians were firing on them or the iraqis were firing on them like they didn't they didn't know whose it was so everybody was firing on it because nobody knows whose it was like it just appeared and they're like ufo Everybody's got a, a mutual enemy now for a minute. Let's fire this thing down. Yeah. This it's, happened in World War II. They were shooting. They were, I forgot what was the name they were using for, for UFOs back then. Uh, not UFO. You are correct. Hang on. No, they were using not bogey, but they were using something like a weird. Foo Fighters, right? Foo Fighters. They were calling it Foo Fighters. The Yeah, UFOs. the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And because they were like a ship, like they were super fast ships of light. They were just yeah. ships of light. And remember back then, some some planes, it just was a very simple piece of glass or like some really older so planes. Had no out. glass. It was straight air. You could so see with your own out. eyes. No, no, no sensors. No, nothing. Just you, the air and going really fast. So assuming admirable Admiral Byrd's diaries that his son published are correct, assuming because you know it's deba- everything's debatable in 2022. So assuming it was uh, that's a CGI and he went to a place that had these advanced craft in the air already that obviously had control of anti-gravity technology to control him land him safely and things like that. I don't think it's far-fetched to believe that our military has also evolved to that point. If we have then why are, why is this is the, the explain this question. Nazi UFO. 
just Photoshop. Um, <laughs> like that's likely Photoshop <laughs> with, with a or somebody with a dish that they oh. pounded. <laughs> like they just made a no, bro. They had they they had the bell, bro. They probably had like a day. I can figure. Trying to develop the bell or the disc, they were trying to do both. A hit like that was a big deal to them. Thus, and, Warner von Braun. Right, like, and so he did the same thing here. Like, it's that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to change the game altogether. They already did with the rocket. They already. I mean, they're rockets. They trying, they we were, evolved they rockets were, really fast. It was this close to being able to conquer the planet with technology. They I mean, were that close. They did, though. They didn't the really. States controlled controls yeah they ate the themselves world. they ate themselves and turned into some other shit you know what i mean like all all people like that will do because you know that's who they are unfortunately power corrupts absolutely yeah. absolutely no no doubt in my mind there but you know there's just and there and there is just so much like there's just so much stuff when you start digging into this. Like my favorite, my favorite thing is really, I have spent time, and I know Neptune too has spent extensive amounts of time flipping through Blue Book itself and looking at all the different disclosure things. And you can, you know, you can really just compare them when you're sitting there thumbing through them because, again, like we've made mention to a lot of things here. Like there's some things that you can you can look at and you're like, well, fuck, that's got to be. Like there is real no true explanation. I bet there's something true yeah. into this. And then there's some of them that you're just like, dude, who's your LSD dealer? Because I totally want to talk to him. Right, but like, the I events that happened with the military bases that the UFOs went over the ICBMs and disabled them in the sixties. Yeah. The Russians and I also the United States confirmed it. our listeners to look into Skinwalker Ranch. Oh yeah, that place oh, yeah. is weird. It's like a hybrid chimera grounds for not humans or normal human known animals hybrid with it's a it's a it's pointing to jimmy's point that it's not all the military there's a lot of genuine paranormal shit that we can't explain with our human brains that takes place and um this is worth your time to watch yeah, I watched part of it the other day and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, look at look, so, so the command station is kind of goofy, but yeah. it's cool because really it is it is a lot of data you're sifting through, through. So you really do have to actually set up multiple screens to see it all. Because sure. um, sure. he so he had they had put up sensors everywhere the government did yep. and just did the same thing they did, but they did a bit more and they looked at the house that was oh. recording it. Yeah. Because the house getting footage got glitchy. Uh, when he shows, yeah, he shows like the system yeah. started glitching out. And I'd like to tie this, in something too, that the Native American civilizations in the Southwest United States have been telling of skinwalkers they for, a the long, area. for a long Navajo. time. Navajo. That and Navajo that was cursing the area. There's, there's some among us now that aren't necessarily bad, but they exist. And like, so I, I think the Skinwalker Ranch kind of ties into, yes, this could be some reverse engineered tech, but there's also real things happening at the same time that we 
can't explain that. <clears throat> or or it's not even about the fact that it's reverse engineered it's it's been here the entire time and they've uh they've just done a really good job at keeping it disclosed to keep us stupid this to me this yeah. ties all this also ties into like the hidden history thing you know the 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 fact that the history that we're fed today is mostly pretty much fabricated and you know you can see that by doing your own historical research and such and when you get into doing that you see that you're like well you know there definitely was advanced civilizations before so you know maybe they lost all of this stuff during war and then they found it again throughout time and they've just been you know like continuing on with it and such like that but keeping keeping us dumb to it clearly because you know this this kind of advancements and stuff like we keep mentioning how it just went from like Wright's brothers trying to fly a plane to yeah. hey we're launching a rocket in such a quick amount of time and you know i actually believe we were a lot our skies were a lot more traversed and freer before planes because, you know, hot air balloons and zeppelins were very, very, very common worldwide prior to, you know, them advancing and pretty much taking control of air air travel. I don't know how much you guys know about air travel nowadays, but the government has done a really good job of taking control of the skies. They can and, see you. I mean, uh, you're flying. They can see you. Oh, and I'd also like to point out that we'll call you out. It's like, who are you? During the days of Wyatt Earp out here in Arizona, there people saw a cigar-shaped craft. Yes. Guy yes. that was highly reported. It's some mining town. I don't want to say the wrong name, so I'm gonna say I don't remember. The Phoenix Lights, but, dude. That's insane. And there's pictures well, the, of yeah, it. The Phoenix Lights is one of the craziest things ever seen. That's one of the things that the government has to admit they can't explain. Did you see that governor had an alien come in with, and that was handcuffed? That was actually yeah, funny. I, the mayor had that happen. I was like, I'll, I'll give him props. That was funny. Um, a few years back, there was a similar sighting in the East Valley here too, over the airport, and they closed the airport because well, of it. Well, you yeah. Well, what this happened in Chicago? Cigar, the cigar. I don't know. I'm talking about in Phoenix. There's been a few different cigar-shaped yeah. UFOs. Like, what is that? Like, what is that? Right. And I'm like, it doesn't look like a comfortable ship. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I don't. It's I can't explain that. I mean, do you, you imagine like there's different. So different ships actually represent different species. And sure. And that's what I like we do in Star Trek. Like, oh, the Klingons have this style. Oh, yes. the, the Cardassians okay. have this style. And it's we're looking at literally different species models. In, my, in my personal life in the 10 years. Exactly. So, like those are different races. In Arizona, I've seen the cube. I've seen the disc, the cigar and the orbs myself. I've oh, seen yeah. I've seen the domed saucer, the spheres, and then the this guy right here. Yeah, that saucer I saw was more like the one on the right. I didn't see the domed one. I have just seen beams. My mom's uh, saw what I sent you a video actually of what my mom saw. Actually, the UF the, the one I wrote that's actually a good description. I got to send it to my mom. That's a good description. My mom, it, I was, I think it was before I was born. Oh, she was just looking outside one day late at night. And it was like, what the you fuck? Got, uh, she just saw a skirt. It was like passing through the through the water close to the beach. She was just like, OK, and, and I, her neighbors were like, you remember that night? I'm like, yeah, I saw the same thing, too. So even her neighbors confirmed it. So I guess, you know, after I mean, we've covered a ton of stuff. 
in these three episodes, I would encourage people to just look into some of this stuff because it's just interesting. It's not sure. Oh yeah. Like some, like it's just very interesting facts about our reality that you wouldn't expect. And, uh, I highly encourage it. Oh, for sure. Like there's, there's, you know, the alien subject is so much fun. You know, of course you guys know, we've just recently had on few, a couple different yeah. alien type people not too long ago. The one, the one dude, the one dude, and I'll even call him out because I'd never in plan on ever bringing him back on the show because he didn't let me Neptune or bandit speak for two hours. Um, <laughs> was this dude, was this dude that is clear? Like he's clearly like an alien psyop dude you know what i'm saying like he had all this alien information and whatnot and he was he was a very nice guy don't don't get me wrong but like he you ever heard the saying of if you say too much you're 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 trying to cover something up you know what i mean it was keith thompson he's he's that alien angels and aliens and ufos of mythical imagination dude don't get me wrong he was fun to talk to but when you get to listening to him and you get to actually talking to him you're like Wait just a minute, bro. Which three-letter agency are you working for, and why are you out here trying to uh, make people like me look a little loony, look more Looney Tune than I already do a good job of doing myself? Like it. Yep. I, I truly yep. believe right. there's there is psyop agents in in this thing. Like you know, it's 100%. the the alien thing is such a thick, thick you know subject because there is. There is definitely tidbits of truth throughout all of it. I really believe there is. You know, there's something out there because I again I believe in cryptids. I like, um, I believe my, in a lot of them. like you know my my uh, my Some friends over there at the ones. My friends over there at the realities are actually. Um, you guys will be seeing me here soon. You'll have to check into that. I am a part of their Bigfoot documentary, so you know we're you know I'm into cryptids. You know, like that's that's something that's yeah. really neat and interesting. And aliens are probably the biggest cryptids on the face of existence because we all have been de- genuinely curious with them because you can go back to ancient ancient you know aztecs and egypts yeah, and stuff like that Aztecs. and there's yeah and, you know there's clearly pictures of flying machines yeah. depicted throughout all of this you know men on flying machines even hell even your bible talks about friggin ufos yeah. if, you, if you're reading it right you know like it's, it's you know these fl- indian texts yeah yeah so i mean it's not like it's really truly anything new you know and, and i i I do like to watch to the skies. I always try to remind people, though, to keep looking down, though, too, because there's tons going on underground, which I believe has a correlation to do with both, you know, especially after learning about like the the sub. Remember when the towns in different parts of the United States were hearing loud rumbles and loud sounds and nobody found a source of the sounds? We were getting that country. Well, you know, after after hanging out with Josh Reed over there on the Red Pill Project, I learned about um under under the country areas where um submarines and stuff can travel like you know i mean i i, I it there are literally submarine the bases there are literally submarine bases not only under the great lakes but under places like las vegas because yeah, you can get submarines works, but... you can get su- because there are holes and tunnels underneath the country yeah, like, uh, that you can that these submarines that travel through some- Incredible your, research to publish. Like, what's happening down there? Yeah, if to your point, can Jim, do that. Um, people have claimed 
they've seen a nuclear submarine in Lake Mead. Yes. Or so I just Josh will tell you he delivered. He delivered. He was part of a a a, a hired outside of the military private thing to deliver three submarines, two or three submarines or something to Las Vegas, Nevada to yeah, be dropped like into a tank that goes underneath the going. country. Yeah, that the Hoover Dam is a base. Like there's there's more there going on than electrical water use, you know what I mean? Oh. Like this, that the the Oh man, there's a bunch of occult symbolism there too. I don't know if anybody's ever been, but there's tons have, of symbolism. Yeah, I've been a bunch of times cuz it's in between here in Vegas, you nice. know what I mean? And so there's a lot going on there. Um it's heavily fortified. It's New York downtown. Like I'm going to say, no, no, no. I'm going to say uptown surveillance with, with cameras and audio. It's a very bizarre experience. Well, it's, 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 it's also an area that if you contaminate the water, I mean, it only, it doesn't take that much to contaminate a giant supply of water. So yeah, they're going to survey the hell out of it. Security is high level, matrix. which is good. It should be high level. It just, yeah, it's a water. It's a water source. I'm just saying, like it, it's a weird place. I highly recommend it. <laughs> no, no, I, I want to go definitely. there one day for sure. Yeah, if you if you travel in between Vegas and Phoenix, you have to, you know, you're going you're going by it. Definitely want to have a time in the desert. Oh yeah. Hopefully not in the summer though. Fucking no, not in the summertime. In the wintertime. Go to the deserts. In closing, I would like to say that there is a lot going on underground, as Jimmy said, that correlates to what we see in the sky. As above, so below. And what we're experiencing in the middle is kind of like a operating space for whatever that is so whether it's the u.s military or other civilizations or whatever it may be it's it's just worth looking into um just because none of us really know you know we're all here to help each other understand what we know as far as in my opinion if you've seen uh and the when you build your own ant space and you can build your own ant city with like um different sections and you can build an old system i mean we could be that for an alien species yeah it could just be an experiment and it it it's so complex people are like but we would notice no we wouldn't right do you, how many no. chimpanzees know they're being experimented on yep when right. do chimpanzees figure out they're being well obviously when you put them in a freaking cage but how many of them that are in the wild some like, they sometimes might be like what are those weird uh, like, uh, fair free ones doing over there? I don't know. They're pointing that black box at us again. Eh, okay. Pass right. me that banana. <laughs> you know, of course, you guys know uh, out there watching and listening, we'll have all these links and more. I've got a good chunk of links to go with this one for things for you guys to dive into further yourself. Cause you know, I, I hope this opens up your brain and makes you think a little bit and gets you diving into this subject because there is there is so much i mean this is this is definitely one of those this is definitely one of those that if you wanted to sit down and have a conversation with me bro we could probably sit here for multiple hours just just conversating or days yeah days even because there's just so so much to cover and you know i i want to encourage you to use your own brain and come to your own conclusions because there's that's the point here man we all we all need to uh work on coming to some experience 
coming to the experience for yourself because yes. that's that's the name of the game you know what i mean like absolutely so, but hey before you know what before we get up out of here i want to uh i got a little story for you guys so uh there was this little kid with a speech impediment and he dressed up as a pirate to go trick-or-treating and he knocks on the door of the house and the man answers he says oh i see you dressed up as a pirate but where are your buccaneers and the kid got really really mad and he said on both sides of my bucking head you guys have a great night thank you yeah.